power of authenticity. Hey, Polk County, we're back for another episode of the Elevate Polk podcast, and we're live to our audience on Mevo. Hoping you're having a wonderful week. My name is Chris Ann Long, and I am here again with my co-host, Nate Kendrick, who always helps us tell the unique and personal stories of entrepreneurs in Polk County, Florida. How are you doing today, Nate? Doing well, Christian. I, I love I love the intro now. The, the intro is a little bit more me, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 I like it. It's good. It's that good. intro was like really, really dated That's and right. old. So now we've got a little fresh, fresh start. And we've got these amazing guests. <clears throat> excuse me. Amazing guests with us today, Tia Crockett and Eddie Crockett. Hey. hey. They are with Authentic You Empowerment. Mm-hmm. So let's just start with Tia. Introduce yourselves, and then we'll get into the story. All right. I am. Tia Crockett, I call myself the VIP coach, uh, vision, identity, and purpose. We love what we're doing here in Polk County and abroad. Uh, Mommy, a wife, um, and just a lover of community. And so that's that's me in a nutshell. I think that's what brought us (laughs) together. Like, I felt like you were speaking to me the first day that I met you. And I'm thinking, okay, this person is saying things that have been in my soul <laughs> and I've actually said in other situations, who is she? And so I'm so excited that you're here. Um, and what I loved when I met you, Eddie, was how much you like lift her up, mm-hmm. right? Like that was my impression. I'm like, this man loves his wife, <laughs> admires her, respects her, and yeah. just like she is truly a queen in the way that you represented and introduced her. So yeah. kudos to you for being that man, right? Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, we work very hard to make sure her queendom is known. <laughs> <laughs> that queendom come. <laughs> exactly. I love it. I love it. So um, we are, I want to talk, first I want to tell everybody kind of how we met. So can you talk about the um, the black, what was it? The black, black the economics, black economics, yeah. black economics uh, event that was at Catapult a couple months ago now. Yeah. And just how that started, who those people are, if it's still going on and people can connect to that kind of, you know, movement, great. If it's just if it was a one-time thing, then we can, you know, pack that up a little bit. But go ahead. So with uh, the event that we all met at, it was Black Economics. And so essentially what we're creating is an opportunity for people to get information, which lines up with our brand as uh, Authentic You Empowerment um, exceptionally because the whole point of what we're doing is to help people start where they are to get where they dream. So black economics is an ongoing situation and what it's creating is a network of business owners, professionals that can kind of lean on each other for support, resources, ideas, that kind of thing. Just, you know, even with alluding to the black economics name, mm-hmm. right? There's no prejudice or bias, that kind of thing. It's just there's been a, that side of the community just needs to be built. Yeah. And so what we're doing is just providing that opportunity. And so we've partnered up with uh, Prince Hickson, Thomas uh, Williams III, and uh, Stacy Woods for us to, not Stacy Woods, uh, Prince's fiance Stacy, for us to be able to do um, and initiate that effort to get people more information. So it's pretty cool. And the point of what we were doing there was just bringing the authenticity piece to it, mm-hmm. you know, for Tia to do her thing. And for me, of course, all things money, hashtag bro finance for those who don't know. <laughs> all right. And what we do is we just, we just help people. That's a big thing for us. And that's, that's what black economics is all about. Helping people get information they need to go next level. So and it is ongoing. It is ongoing. Yes. That's it's what ongoing. I yes. Okay. Yep. Cool. Ongoing. Yep. So we, you will see events roll out. Um, you can search the hashtag black economics on Facebook, um, on uh, Instagram as well. And you'll see some of the new marketing out videos, uh, reviews from the last event, pictures. And if you need to contact anybody, all those um, 
links and things are available for you to just kind of reach out and get information about what's going on next. I love it. I love it. And Nate, since you weren't there, I just want to kind of paint this picture because um, I was there excited and sitting in the back row at the beginning. And then Eddie comes up and introduces himself and kind of tells everybody, all right, y'all, like network. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. Get up. I got a network. I can't just sit here. Correct. I didn't yeah. come here just to hear, yeah. you know, yeah. just to yeah. sit. Yeah. So I get up, and Tia's sitting in the very front row, front seat, and I introduce myself to her and to a couple of other ladies that are in the front row. And, you know, I will tell you, in a group of people that you don't know, it's a very uncomfortable feeling yeah, can to be. go shake hands and say, yeah. hello, this is who I yeah, am. Especially with corona and all that stuff. Yeah. 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 And so what... I will just tell you kind of what was going on in my mind. It was like, all right, I'm just going to go through the motions, right? right. I don't know if these people are going to like me. I don't know if I'm <laughs> going to be received well, but I'm just going to go do it, yeah. right? Yeah. And and lo and behold, you know, this smiling face and then the other people that were there, and yeah. I'm like, okay, I feel welcome. Yeah. But there was that moment for me that yeah. felt a little bit like, ooh, but I got to do it, yeah. right? So I want to just tell you thank you yeah. for welcoming me and for being the people that you are Absolutely. because it, it, it's – and I can I understand it. So I wasn't the only white person in the room, Correct. right? But right. for the majority of people, I mean, there were there were black people in the room, mm-hmm. right? And I'm calling it out, being you know yeah. who I am, yeah. authentically me. Let's go. Um, so, but that doesn't scare me. It's right. just it's not about a fear thing. It's more of about a acceptance thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Will you accept me in this room with Correct. people? And yes, the answer was absolutely yes. And I know that that's a reverse thing. So you've come to a networking event of ours, the Bridge yes, Local yes, Community. Yes. Yep. And hopefully you felt that way mm. reciprocated. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. I wanted to, I wanted to set that stage a yeah, little yeah, bit yeah, because I think the... that's some raw stuff right there. But that's Correct. the thing about networking events. It's like net, a networking event is an event that gives you a reason to just totally walk up to strangers and start talking about who. I mean, let's be truthful. People want to talk about themselves. <laughs> <Yes>. Okay. <laughs> and so that gives you Most a reason people. to walk up and be able to actually advertise for yourself or advocate for what, what whatever you're an advocate for it gives you a reason now you're not all weird you know right 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 we're <laughs> yeah. here for this purpose right Correct. absolutely yeah yeah and then being in a room where the idea is for everyone to come up which i think is you know the precedence for us to to have these events and to have these conversations because there's been a lack of that throughout you know whatever histories and stuff it's like it's, we need an opportunity for everybody to realize that, hey, bro, we're all in the same playing mm-hmm. field. We just all need to kind of work together. Right. Mm. Assuming abundance, right? Assuming that there's enough to go around. Assuming mm-hmm. that we're all wanting to work together and live the best life possible. Like, why not work together? Yeah. Mm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Many hands make light work. Yeah. And so we all can mm. do more when we work together. So. And I think when you said um, kind of the black economics movement or the direction, of, you know, we're trying to lift that side of the mm-hmm. community up. Um, you know, I, I think the plight, yeah. you know, of, of economics individually, like, you know, you know, personal wealth yep. and, and just creating your own abundance yep. um, is universal. Yes. Right. Yes. And so I want to lean into, you know, that side of the community. Yes. But I also want to say I struggle. Wow. Right. I mm-hmm. struggle, too. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think if we were able to get to the heart of the matter, there isn't anybody who doesn't struggle. Correct. Right. And so. I want to help in, in any way that I can to help you with the movement. But I also want to always c- try to come back to it's not just us, y'all. Correct. I mean, we're all in this whole yes. thing together. Yep, yep. And that's a big part of what we're doing. And so even with the marketing that we're rolling out for the curriculum that backs our financial literacy piece, it's called How Money Works. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so we, we take time to teach people how money works. And so we 
we emphasize that yeah. that is the financial literacy it's a it's a global economic crisis mm -hmm. it's the number one economic crisis and that number one doesn't apply to a certain group of folks and right. even though there are certain folks that have never had as much of a shot as other folks it's still said that listen everyone needs a fair shot at bettering themselves economic upcoming and all that stuff mm -hmm. so yeah, sure. yeah it's a big deal it's yeah. a big deal and, and i the, hear your heart on that that's cool and the curriculum is very diverse even the artwork inside of our Correct. curriculum yeah, yeah. is like everybody <laughs> you can find anybody in the artwork Correct. of this curriculum that's awesome mm. so it's kind of like when you open this book you're going to see people from every part of the Correct. world represented, represented inside yep. of this book mm -hmm. yeah and i think that a lot uh, for a long time um just speaking to the black economics piece um, of authentic you empowerment the for a long time people have been fighting for you know equality mm. and i think we have sur surpassed that mindset and now we're looking at equity yeah mm -hmm. you know it's it's, it's it's the equity for me mm -hmm. <laughs> for me too and yeah. so and so now even though we have these um everybody has these roles and everybody has their struggles and it's like once we start embracing the and embracing and um not not um discouraging or discounting or dismissing yeah. each other's right. struggles yeah. then what starts to happen is that our experiences can finally merge and become we can finally start to lift each other up yeah. um it's not a you know uh well if you think you got it bad you know it's yeah. not it's it's just a a building from from what is uh, evident right mm -hmm. what is evident and then we start to kind of dig into it and it's going to be uncomfortable before it is comfortable Correct. Yeah. Yeah. sure for sure yeah for me it's an and and not an or and always right? always and that's what and that's what that's it's always been. yeah <laughs> yeah yep. it's so, always been that so i want to i want to kind of go back a little bit when you guys were first coming up with this concept where did it where did it come from how did you get inspired to to start pursuing this so, I mean, uh, Tia and I have always, well, just kind of getting into our story. Um, we've yeah. been best friends since 97. I mean, we go back mm. a long ways mm. and not to kind of <laughs> take you through that much of a journey. <laughs> but I'd say that one of the things that's been an ongoing thread throughout our relationship is to always tell each other the truth. Mm. And the cool thing about being able to tell the truth is that you got to start with yourself first. And so becoming authentic, knowing who we are and being comfortable in our own skin has kind of been something that's ingrained in us as we've grown. And, of course, you know, you go through your, your bouts with your personality and your mindset and all that kind of stuff. But as far as the business side and authentic your empowerment, um, we just decided that we've always been stronger together. And so when we built this company or as we're building this company, we just decided to take what she's been doing uh, for most of her life, which is helping people move forward, giving people strategy, ideas, and combining that with what I've been doing most of my life, which is money, finance, teaching, mm. and said, you know what, let's merge that. And we found all the ways that we can do that together so that we fit hand in the glove to help people get where they are. And so both of us having that passion to help people want to go next level for everybody who wants that because everybody doesn't want that. Right. Yeah. Right. Some people like where they are yeah. and that's okay and we can't um, force people out of their decision because that's weird. Absolutely. <laughs> We're <Yeah>. not dictators. <laughs> yeah. But at, for anyone who says, you know what, I want more out of life. I want to go next level within myself and then everything that comes with that. Because yeah. one of the things that we teach people often is that success 
and 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 your financial whatever comes with the the best version of you mm-hmm. and so a lot of times we start with mindset and that that's the conversation right. always it's like because your thinking shapes who what you say what you say shapes your world and your world shapes who you are like all that stuff mm-hmm. that stuff comes out and so when you ask the question how did we get here or how do we come up with this idea? We just literally said, let's incorporate who we are. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like the evolution yeah. of us, yeah, really. Exactly, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's, and, it's been a cool thing. So And helping people, helping people to get into the right mindset so that they can accomplish what they were actually put on the earth to do. Yes. Um, a lot of people think that they want it. But then when they see what it takes to create it Man, or release listen, it, that work involved. Come um, on, it scares the heck out of some people. <laughs> right. yeah. And so sweat equity, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. So it's like it's all about, OK, it's a mindset shift. It's always from the inside out. So um, just kind of seeing what it took for us, because we believe in we believe that there are such things as um, generational um, curses or generational habits. habits mm-hmm. yeah. And so Absolutely. breaking those habits yeah. and breaking those those curses is really breaking those mindsets, yes. yeah. breaking those things that have been that you've been made up of mm-hmm. without even thinking. We're on auto, autopilot a lot of times in life. And so knowing that people are made up in that way and starting to speak to them, people don't even notice the things that they um, subscribe to or believe yeah. until you show them the limiting beliefs, mm-hmm. until you start to show them the false narratives and then they have to make a decision to do what I call flip your script. You right. have to flip your script. Like the script has been going this way, but it's been benefiting you in some kind of a way mm-hmm. to be stuck. Right. Yeah. Something about being stuck it's has been benefiting yeah. you, right? Usually that's that, the benefit. That, that's the major way, <laughs> correct. Yeah. yeah. Or and, and then on top of that, if you've made up a narrative that is a horrible narrative correct. or you didn't make it up. But now you get pity for that narrative mm-hmm. or now you get paid um, for the you get paid for the narrative yeah. or whatever it, it may be. Now you have to flip your script and look at the other side of it. And how does it look to work your way out of that? Wow. You know, and I just always have this this picture of, you know, how when the rocket launches and, and it has to break through the actual atmosphere of the mm-hmm. earth and yeah. you see the tiles burning off the side. In my mind, that's what it looks like to break through our limiting beliefs, our limiting our mindset yeah. to actually break through that. It takes some force and some momentum and consistency. Oh, that's so yeah. good. Yeah. So. That's kind of like having that type of mindset and then looking at people and then the com- being moved with compassion to mm-hmm. want people to experience that. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then so that pushes us to not stop because we want people to experience that breakthrough. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. And and then you're there kind of supporting that along yes. the way. Yeah. yeah. And and the, I want to shout out a friend of mine. I don't know if you guys know him. Eric Robinson. Are you familiar with him? He's an Auburndale guy. Name sounds familiar, but I can't call his face right now. He's currently and has been for several years the basketball coach at Auburndale High School. Okay, but okay. he played basketball with my brother. I played basketball growing up, and okay. so I would, I would, um, I was four four years younger, I think, than than Eric. But mm-hmm. he shared something this morning that I think is worth kind of bringing into this conversation. So he's going to the gym. There's three white dudes standing outside, just having a conversation. And for whatever reason, God put on his heart to introduce himself. He didn't know any of them. Yeah. And he just introduced himself and said, hey, I just wanted to say good morning. And I thought that since we don't know each other, maybe we should introduce ourselves there because we come to the same gym. That's and, what's up. you know, we can be friends. Yeah. And then one of them were like, wow, thank you for doing that. I needed you to do that. Like, and so <laughs> yeah. now they're friends. Right. Yeah, and it's that flipping don't. that script because, you know, black dude walking into a gym, yeah. there's white dudes sitting there. Oh, we don't talk to each other. We're just going to avoid the conversation. Yeah, no, and Eddie's man. flipping that or Eric is, is mm-hmm. flipping that script. And I'm just like, that's what we need to do. Yes. And we need to celebrate it. We need to call it out. We need to not be uncomfortable calling it out. 
and we need to say this is okay. It might be uncomfortable. Yeah. But you're going to walk in there and you're going to walk out going, oh, that was great. I'm yeah. so glad I did that. And I mean, every relationship starts that way. And even like, you know, I say this to guys and, and business owners all the time, like that first experience may be rough or may be uncomfortable once you're on the other side of it. Like you usually get your most pops of the grease when you're learning how to cook mm-hmm. when you get started. Yeah. yeah. But after a while, it's like, oh, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I don't ever get chicken grease pops because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> me and this chicken, we know what to do. <laughs> we like, we got this figured out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I'm curious because uh, it's really resonating with me a lot of the stuff that you're saying because, you know, especially, I'm just going to call it what, what it is in, in the black community, mm-hmm. there's a lot of the self-fulfilling prophecy, the woes is, is me's and, and kind of getting past that. What what were role models or, or individuals in your life or that that taught you this mindset or, or was this all self taught? Great question. Mm. Ladies first. That's how my um my eight year old son that self taught. When you said I ask him questions all the time because he's so wise and he's like mm, self taught. <laughs> I'm like who, who told you that? But um so so shout out to Benjamin. But um <laughs> but for me, what what happened for me is my, the role models. I'm the kind of person that I a lot of things are not taught, they are caught. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And wow. so for me, when I was growing up in school in the little bit of black history that they did teach us, you know, you're going to find out about Rosa Parks, you're going to find out about Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. Harriet Tubman, about that's about it. Okay, that's all they're going to give you. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but looking at those people and starting to kind of explore for myself, I started looking at the fact that the story, I started flipping it from, this being a woe is me story and I start looking at it as okay these are like battle stories Mm -hmm. (laughs) these are really real things they're not things that people are making up Mm -hmm. they're not things that are not happening they're not things that are irrelevant because the truth of the matter is there is a lot of things that is they they are systemic Mm -hmm. they're systemic and so to break systems Mm. it takes a lot of fortitude and so now when you're dealing with um let's just say the black community and they they tell these stories over and over again on loop this is we talk about um ptsd we talk about that um as far as war well there has been a war Mm. you know what i'm saying and i remember back in the 80s when the the um War against drugs, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and all of those types of things were going on. But I also remember that back in the 80s when there was crack brought into the black community, mm-hmm. uh, like intentionally. Wow. You know, and so I remember living right here in Lakeland and I remember paddy wagons. I come from the hood, <laughs> <laughs> the all the way in the hood. Yeah, and I remember way. paddy wagons coming through and snatching up the, you know, they were really little black boys off of the corner selling drugs. They were little mm-hmm. boys, you know, they were teenagers. So they're getting snatched up and then they'll come back different. And then they still continued to do it, but now they were. And so like the culture, if people could take themselves and put themselves in the actual culture, it's like a movie. It's like something you never imagine, but it's real life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when I look at the the stories, I'm like, there needs to be therapy in the black community, a lot of times therapy is not popular because we use the church for everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, therefore, like, those are the therapists. The pastor don't know what he's doing. He's not a therapist. Right. He knows how to pray right. for you and preach. Yeah. You're <laughs> you know, gems. right. Gems. And yes. so now they need therapy because here we are in this place where you have PTSD, but nobody has called it that. Wow. When you're when you are worried about things that other people don't have to worry about 24-7. It's kind of like this, the, the the pandemic that we're in right now, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was, um, you know, not to get all 
churchy or whatever, but in prayer, and I'll just like start sensing that in one year we experienced about five years worth of stress. Yeah, because right. who stresses twenty four seven about every single move that you make? That's mm-hmm. not normal. Mm. But some people have been living like that for centuries. Wow. <laughs> you know, yeah. and so to break that mindset, it's going to take a little bit of compassion and work, and. I know it seems like a long time and like it should be over by now. And some people would really like to say, just get over it. Mm. And not just white people, black people sometimes look at people and say, just get over it. Mm -hmm. But the truth of the matter is like, when's the last time you looked at a soldier with PTSD and said, just get Get over it. it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Because that'd be considered rude to say that. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I would say also uh, to your question, Nate, about who inspired us or what, what inspiration we pulled on i mean sometimes sometimes you got to look at it from a perspective of doing your best to find what you need based off what you didn't have mm. yes so fathering was like that for me like I, i'm a i oftentimes think i'm a better father because i know what i didn't have growing up because wow. my dad wasn't there mm. and that's that's a choice yeah. because you have to say, all right, I want to allow the absence of a father to make me bitter. I got to be better because mm-hmm. if not, you'll recycle the narrative. Yeah. So then kind of getting to the point of we had to find examples because if an example wasn't there, when you've made a decision to have different from what you've seen, you got to go find it. Yeah. Actively. And, and, yes. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, <laughs> depending on your experiences and, and your area and your market of folks, that doesn't lend itself to any danger and you can have an honest search, a safe search mm. for whatever it is. And I, you know, graciously so grateful that my search was safe. So I found examples to go lean on. And so, and then my mom just being who she was, she was raising two uh, black boys and, you know, I, I caught it <laughs> a little faster <laughs> than my brother. And so my mom, um, instead of, cause sports was a big thing. Like mm-hmm. everybody plays sports and, I grew up in a neighborhood where you was going to go D1 basketball, D1 football. And I was like, I don't like running. Like, I hit you all day, but I'm not running up and down this field. Like, y'all can have it. Okay? Yeah. So then um, she heard me singing in the shower one day, and so music was my grace. And that's how I paid for school, and that got me into spaces to even morph to the businessman that I am today because literally we'd go sing in these private parties and these these, uh, events where literally we were hearing conversations among guys who were upset that they only made a half a million dollars that month. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then I go home to um, a single mom who's trying to figure out what to do with 50 grand a year. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, okay, that's different. Like mm-hmm. this man mad because he made a half a million dollars in 30 days. My mm-hmm. mama's stressed because she tried to figure out how am I going to stretch four grand a month? And I'm like, mm-hmm. mom, the medium income, and it's funny because, you know, 13 like, Mom, with most of the people around us, they ain't making but 30. What, He's always known the numbers, okay? <laughs> wow, we were just numbers. laughing about that yeah. on the way in here. We pulled up, and it's like a real estate company right next door. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, I remember those signs from when I was a Listen, teenager. Man, I was like, 100 years they've been in business. That's what I'm telling her. But I was like, who was looking for real estate t- signs as a teenager? Eddie. Eddie was looking for real estate signs. And that's your problem. You pay attention to what you want to pay attention to instead of things that matter. Good boys about But anyway. um, He's answering his calling, right? So then looking at um, the fact that the the music was something that helped me get into different spaces. Mm. So then creating the opportunity for me to see different things and find different examples. And most of those examples, you know, they were money focused. They were A type personalities, wasn't a lot of relationship minded 
people in those spaces. But, you know, I, I tell people often that you have to take information, advice, and some relationships like fish. Mm. You say fish, like, yeah, you got to eat the meat and leave the bones. Because mm. mm. if you choke mm. on that bone, That's good right, stuff. you know what I'm wow. saying, it's going to kill you. Yeah. But that don't mean the protein in the fish won't get you where you need to go. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that was the thing. Like, it was like, I gotta, we got to figure out what's the good that we can draw from this. And we yeah. got to lead it bad. Because if you don't do that early on, every experience is going to have the opportunity to choke you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we definitely learned a lot of what to do by watch, watching what, what not, not to, to do. do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. And we helped each other with that early that on. That non-example I mean, thing exactly. is yeah. huge. And what an amazing like example that you are to help people see, hey, I had the same examples yeah. you had, <laughs> but I turned that script. I twisted yeah. I yeah. twisted it into something, a narrative that was going to get me out instead of hold me hostage Correct. or keep me here. Yeah. And that was a struggle for, uh, for both of us early on because we thought it was bad to not have the most horrible of stories. Like we met a challenge yeah. where <laughs> we were literally almost ostracized because, oh, you ain't been through nothing. Right. You don't have nothing to share. But it's like, bro, like the mental work, the mm-hmm. stress, like we still had to go through the same type stuff mm-hmm. to get where we're going to go. And it's so funny because mm-hmm. some of the same fingers that were pointing and said, you ain't been through nothing. Now look to us to say, how can I get out of? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you were there to say me come out of mm-hmm. as you paid attention. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I digress on that conversation. Mm-hmm. But. Haters going to hate, but, you know, yeah. when they're ready to love, all you better that, be yeah, ready to love that, them back. That, right, that, right, that. right. That's, right. A, that's, a, that's definitely a much deeper conversation. Yeah, yeah exactly, sure. exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, sometimes yeah. it it lends itself to that, you know, based off who we're talking to, what the goal is, and how much time we got that day. Right, right, for sure, for sure. Well, I just, so let's let's kind of talk about the business that you're in, all, all right? right? Mm-hmm. So. It's it's a unique business mm-hmm. because there's not like a brick and mortar. I mean, you have a bid, you have a mm-hmm. building, and you have an office. Mm-hmm. But when I when we talk to entrepreneurs on the show, and you know, generally just you know, people that come and network and whatnot, um, you're you're a motivational coach. You're a speaker. You get paid to speak. You get paid to coach. Mm-hmm. You're in that same space with her, kind of building that business mm-hmm. together. So, who are your role models for building that business? I mean. There's nobody in Lakeland. There's nobody in Polk County, right? So, look, I can just say that when I went to college, this is my story. I'm sticking to it. (laughs) When I went to college, first of all, like first generation, um, you know, degree, first one to go to college kind of a thing in, in, in that part of my family. And so when I went to college, I literally walked in the office and I was like, just show me the, um, the major that's going to turn me into Oprah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just where in the catalog is the Oprah well, major. The Oprah section. You know what I'm saying? The Oprah. <laughs> and, and it's because I knew I was interested in journalism. I knew I was interested I in, in, Oprah. <laughs> in speaking. I knew that I was interested in making that type of impact, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, and so, it's, it, we had to pick and choose because also I believe that a lot of what we are called to do, anybody, when I say we, I mean humans, what we're individually called to do is to put our part into the puzzle. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you might have a piece that looks like somebody else, but don't be discouraged that it isn't exactly like somebody else's piece because you, what what's, what use are you if you're doing exactly the same right. thing as somebody else? So to kind of like pick a little bit from here and a little bit from there, you know, um, Lisa Nichols and, and, and um, mm. like – Miles Monroe and just picking these different pieces from different people mm-hmm. and just saying, oh, I like that piece. I like that piece. And because it resonates with you, yeah. 
and cultivating all of it because when you said and not or those are like my favorite words it's and this and that and, and that. we've never had that conversation <laughs> no, right no, it just <laughs> as you're talking i'm hearing it i'm feeling it and i'm saying it yeah. and then you're like well yeah that's it that's, that's what it. i said that's, that's it. exactly what it is yeah yeah so um um as far as names to throw out there i mean i had a lot of mentors growing up that i just i just looked to and i never even got to talk to these guys but like I'll say the barbershop was amazing because mm. you'd hear people say <laughs> stupid stuff and you're like, nah, I ain't doing that. <laughs> but you see, see guys coming there that were doing big business. And although you question their integrity as far as their ability as a businessman to navigate, it's like, yeah, okay, I could get with that. So a lot of a lot of times when then we had uh, pretty good examples for pastors um, back then. You and said then, in the office with your aunt. Exactly, and that's enough, man. Listen, so yeah, just just the people, yeah, the experience, the experience, yeah. yeah. And then, so then, kind of when I got with it, big names that kind of helped inspire me, like Steve Harvey, early on was a big name. Watching Will Smith come through, of course, preacher wise, T.D. Jakes, and then mm -hmm. like, but these days now I'm really into like Darius Daniels, Michael Todd, so the other names. But then we read like the normal self help stuff. Well, it's not normal. I, I'm sorry, but like you know, you're thinking grow rich. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, Robert Kiyosaki mm, and your mm. uh, Dexter with Jaeger and mm -hmm, like all mm -hmm, these other mm -hmm. ones, but like it's yeah, yeah. So because you your mentors don't have to be breathing the same air. In exactly. The same I was gonna say got sometimes it. you gotta <laughs> pull on the guys you don't know to mm -hmm. to get where you want to go. It's a book sometimes, yeah. and and when I bring up that he was in the you know sitting with his aunt, his aunt was a receptionist, right? She was a Correct. receptionist, yep. and so she because you're a product of your environment, mm -hmm. and so. Even though he may have been being raised one way, he was he kept being put in these rooms, mm. and so he's sitting in the room and with his aunt and the former mayor, um, Gal Fields, mm -hmm. that she she worked for him. She was his receptionist for years, okay. so he yeah. would get out of school and have to go sit in the office and yeah. watch business like, being literally, conducted. Literally across the street, sat there and watched like seven figure conversations happen all the time. Yeah. So I'm in another room, not knowing what I'm hearing, but like I could just Sinking recap. It is. You know what I'm in there. Like, just in the atmosphere, <laughs> yeah. So mm -hmm. it's just. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. And just my mom and my aunt, you know, because then even thinking about back then, of course, stuff being a lot safer, um, different different time growing up, the 80s and 90s. But mom, knowing that mom had to work, so it's like, go sit with your auntie because mm -hmm. school was across the street from where she worked. Mm -hmm. So just that whole community piece, like Tia was alluding to earlier, yeah. having that, um, that tribe to kind of, Help move the kids. What? Yeah, and now we definitely know the importance of getting our children into the room. Correct. Because mm. we have two boys, Which and like, and I love that, I yeah. love that they yeah. were there and they were so polite and yeah. they were like looking you in the eye, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, but you know, it's uh, so it's, it's funny. There's a couple of people in our network: um, Diane Kaplan and Brittany Welchel. Um, that there was like this dissonance with them. Okay. When I would say to them, "Hey, come to the come to the networking event," she's like. Are you serious? You want me to bring my baby? And I'm like, <laughs> that's part of your life. That's I mean, right. we yeah. can't just like compartmentalize ourselves and yeah. say yeah. I'm an entrepreneur when I network, but when I go home, I'm a mom. No, like yeah. this is all this it. is yeah. all of it, and it's yeah. messy sometimes, but yeah. it's necessary. Correct. And so I convinced them, and they're like, Are you serious? Like they would text me, Are you sure? Are you sure? You're sure? You're sure? And I'm like, I'm sure. Bring yeah. the baby. Yeah. And you know, so that to yeah. me is like, I wish that we could do more of that yeah. because I know sometimes parents like will exclude themselves from some work that they're going to do in the networking field yeah. because they're afraid of bringing their kids or 
They're like, no, come on. This no, is family. Drop, we are family. The hammer. Drop it's, the, hammer. it's the Instaglam. Insta, <laughs> it's the Instaglam generation, right? And right. so I can't bring my kids because that doesn't look glamorous. That looks mm. like I'm struggling. That looks mm. like I, I don't have a nanny and a butler. That's what that looks mm. like. Because we, everybody, entrepreneurs, let me tell you something. You're not really even getting paid for, <laughs> for like the first three years or so. And so they, so they want you to look all glamorous yeah. Yeah. on, on, on the, the internet. No, and it's like, make no. it look, make it look fancy. Yeah. Make it look like it's working. Building Better Businesses, a live virtual meeting with Donald Miller and the Polk County business community. Hey, Polk County business leaders, you're invited to join me on June 16th at 4 p.m. Eastern time to meet Don Miller, the man behind StoryBrand, Business Made Simple, and a whole lot more. Join us for this unique opportunity to be connected with the business leaders in our community and one of the greatest thought leaders of the current day. He's on a mission to help entrepreneurs succeed, and he has some great ideas on how we might do just that in our little neck of the woods. In this meeting, we'll get the chance to hear from Don about his most recent book, Business Made Simple, and the vision he has for making mission-critical resources available for entrepreneurs around the world to guide them as they build better businesses. We hope you'll be there to hear from Don and to connect with more than 100 other local business leaders right here in Polk County, Florida. Whether you're starting a business right now or you've been in business for decades, we'd love to have you join us for this unique opportunity to speak with Don Miller live. You know, and I, I'll speak to that, too, I, um, when, I, when we started our business. So I was at the bottom of the bottom of the bottom. Lost my job, trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life. Come on, somebody. Know the story Stressing too well. out because I didn't want to be 30-something years old and needing my mom to bail me oh out. Oh, my God. But lucky that I had a mom in case I needed it. <laughs> <laughs> you're and talking, you're talking. freaking out about the fact oh that God. I don't know anything about running a business, starting a business. But Craig said we could. I said, okay, I'll give it a year. Let's see what happens. So... In that space of time, I had um, I had been divorced, and then the third year of my lease of my you know, at Saturn SUV had ended, and so I had to go turn in this car that I was driving around, making it look like I had something that wow. I didn't have. Yeah. And then the lease was up, and I had no credit, Talking. I had no job, <laughs> and I had no way to get one <laughs> to get a new car. So literally, go oh over to Joseph God. Motors. Yeah. And we know Joseph. We know Try. Joseph. Everybody, Everybody knows Joseph. Everybody knows Joseph. <laughs> Shout out to Joseph. No, Motors. this is a funny story. Funny story. So Philip Joseph was was there that day. Yeah. I'm trying to buy a car. Sweet, kind, loving man that he is. Yeah. Right. I start talking to him. I start having a conversation. He finds out that I speak Spanish. He says, do you want a job? What? Do you want to come sell cars for me at come Joseph on, Motors? Bro. And I'm like, yeah, I'll come sell cars. I mean, my Spanish is a little bit, but I can sell, you yeah. know, because that's where I was. Yeah. So I actually went to work for two days at Joseph Motors, and then they're like, well, we, we really don't have a sales position yet ready for you, so it's probably not going to work. It, it was it was just one of those days in, in the life, right? Mm. But I had this um, Kia. No, what was it? It was an Elantra. Yeah. What is it? Who makes an Elantra? Hyundai. Hyundai. A Hyundai Elantra. Gold. Crap. Okay? <laughs> Piece of crap. And I'm starting my business. And I'm literally driving up, dressed up for my networking events yeah. and doing all this stuff, parking as far as I possibly can <laughs> away from anything so she's nobody like, knows. she's so skinny? Because she walks. <laughs> she's walking a lot. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's the reality, right? And and But then there were times that people saw me getting out of my car. You know, they're... they're I couldn't hide it. It's just it was what it was. Correct. So then I just stepped into it. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? That's who I am. Yeah. I am struggling. We're all struggling. I'm not gonna lie. And hey, 
because I'm struggling, why don't you, why don't you help me out exactly. a little bit? Right. right. Give me an opportunity. Yeah. Help. And some of that kind of starts Because no happen. one knows to help you. Correct. Right. If you look like you have it all together all the time. One oh, of my man. old mentors, like he literally, and that was his play, he would say, I'm bringing my kids intentionally to this meeting so people say, I got to feed the kids. <laughs> so that would, that helped them close business. That was his thing. So I was like. Whatever it takes. Whatever right? it takes. Yeah. You got to get it done. Yep. 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 There's, a, there's a scrappiness to entrepreneurship, though. I think, you know, kind of like you said, the, the Instagram, the, you know, has to be glamorous, has to be popular. I feel like, and I talk to Christine about this all the time, entrepreneurship is more popular than ever now. <laughs> and so everybody's flexing and saying, oh, I'm the next person that's going to make a million dollars on their instagram and, mm-hmm. and and again then it then it negates the help that they may need down the road correct because right. they're not saying i don't know what i'm doing i'm new to the game right <laughs> i have no idea how this works and so they're pushing back people that could potentially help them and it's it's okay to not know and to go in a room and say hey this is, this is my it's first facts. time yeah. it's, it's facts yeah. you don't know and there's grace yeah. to it there's grace to it. it's like mm-hmm. hey man they're, they're showing up with their kids or, or whatever it's yeah yeah. There was a thread I shared um, in the Bridge Local Forum yesterday, gotten a lot of comments, but it was like, under what circumstances do you help another business owner mm. who needs help mm. when you have to take time away from your business to help them, right? Wow. Like, what are the circumstances? And I love some of the answers. And, you know, there's generosity everywhere, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Everyone is yes. generous. Now, yep. in our words, we can be very generous. When our actions, sometimes that doesn't always back up. But what I loved were the people who said um, that, A, you need boundaries. Yep. And B, you need to understand what they need or they need to ask for help, Correct. right? Because yeah. that's the hardest part in entrepreneurship, I think, is, is yeah. getting to a point where you can say, hey, I need help. Correct. Or I'm going to hire a coach to help me through a thing that I don't know how to do yeah. because, A, they know how to do it and I don't. <laughs> yeah. And so let me hire them. And that's the part, I think, from a Polk County standpoint, and I can't speak to anywhere else, but I, I hope it's not unique to Polk County, but I feel like here we are in this space with so many experts, yeah. so many people with skills, yep. experience, knowledge, yep. willingness to help, and no one is raising their hand and saying, hey, let me, can I ask you for some help? And that's literally been one of the struggles as we've built, not, well, yeah, struggles, is to help people realize that we can help you because mm-hmm. we're we're one of the resources for that situation. Mm-hmm. Like We have so many conversations with business owners and new entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs who want to who need help in developing a strategy that won't cause them to lose their shirt in their first year yeah. or need you know yeah. new ideas about taxes, new ideas about how to structure your retirement within your business. Like how do you replace your health insurance so you don't have to, so you can leave your job sooner than later mm-hmm. and still make sure that your family's completely covered. Mm. You know, how do you ma- lay out a six figure plan to make sure that you, your income and lifestyle don't have to sacrifice right. or have to be, you know, so shocked mm-hmm. because you decided to become an entrepreneur and it's just, it's that's that's the thing. Like yeah. we we're trying well, to make sure shame. that they know. It's shame. I don't want to come talk to you and tell you I don't know what I'm Correct. supposed to know yeah, about money, exactly. right? That financial yeah. literacy piece. Yeah. But we don't know, yeah. and, and we're not going to get there. And so it's like that pride is getting in the way. Correct. We're stopping ourselves from doing the thing we know we need to do to get there. Yep. And that there's somebody there that can probably figure it out and help me and yep. and, and give me kind of a yep. at least a, a path for free up front, of course. <laughs> and it's you know, and that's because that's funny. Like even yesterday, talking to a new entrepreneur. He's getting his business rolling. He's over in Orlando, and we're we're setting up our time to talk. And he's like, "What do I owe you for the phone call?" I'm like, "For the phone call?" He said, "How much you charge?" I said, "I appreciate your mindset, but bro, we old school. Like, I ain't charge you for a conversation. Mm-hmm. We're just talking, mm-hmm. you know." And then it's like, you know, and I get it, you know. And I think that's for us too. The point about your thread the other day, 
my comment would have been had I responded like I was supposed to, I would have said something to the to the to the effect of, hey, sometimes you got to put seed in the ground and help people realize that you're there to help them. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that takes you giving them something so that they know you don't want anything from them Mm. because most people can't afford me. They can't afford us. Because it's been a while since we made less than $1,100 an hour. Mm. Who can pay us $1,100 an hour? Because if you ask me how much it costs to get on the phone with me, it'll be about 1500 bucks. But I don't care about that. Right. When the motive is we all come up, I want to see you win. Bro, here. Right. Let me help you. Well, and that's to me what happens. Like you were in the in the office listening and hearing these conversations with Gal Fields and other places yeah. that you've been in. And now it's like. You got lucky to be there, right? <laughs> yeah. But now you're giving that luck out yes. to other people it exactly. because Pay it's it time it. for that to be paid back, Correct. right? Yeah. And, and that's the way that I think the, I mean, people, you call it whatever you want, karma or whatever, <laughs> but the truth is that's the entrepreneurial ecosystem exactly. that yes. we're designing create, intentionally yes. yep. And we just need to talk loud about it, right? And we need to say, come be a part of the entrepreneurial ecosystem because we got you. We can help you. Same idea with the black economics. Don't don't be skittish. Don't be hanging out here in the corner. And one of the things you said, uh, Tia, that was really like boom when when we were at that black economics meeting was the... Like, if you don't have the money, find the money. Yeah. yeah. Like, get the money. Yeah. Go do what you got to do to be get to it and make it happen and be yeah. resourceful. Because the answer is not I don't have the money. Yeah. It's I don't have the will to do what it's going to take to get me to the point where yeah. I have the money. That <laughs> mindset is so huge. And I that, that, that mindset is so huge. And then it's, um, I'm going to go, like, trickle back to flip the script. So if in the black economics, I'm going to go back to the black community. A lot of what was happening in the black community back to, to – um, let's say drug dealing in the black community mm-hmm. what what these um beautiful strong black men don't understand is that you're dealing drugs that means you are an entrepreneur yeah. you yeah. know how to do something that a lot of people don't know how to do mm. you've been flipping stuff before flipping houses became popular like I, i'm not telling you to sell drugs but you need to flip your script right. on this is what i know how to do i know how to take products and i know how mm. to price them okay. and wow. i know how to market them and i know how to advertise concerning them i know how to push them I, i'm an, I'm an influencer you know i don't i'm team no sleep they're on the corner when everybody else is sleeping oh man these are attributes that are transferable skills and so when you're sitting around looking saying that i can't find the money look td jake said one time he said i can sell sand in the desert i can sell water to the ocean Mm. i can sell it i can make it happen Mm -hmm. and so like if you've been doing these things you need to figure stop for a minute Look at these transferable skills. You've been doing this on even mothers who said they can't find you. <laughs> mothers are like, you're a CEO of a whole <laughs> corporation. Yeah, like, yeah, how yeah. dare you think that you Poor don't have real. the skills that it takes to run a corporation yeah. or to to schedule out what a day needs to look like, to delegate. Like, mm. you do all of these things. You mm. And so when I sit with people a lot of times as a coach, I'm helping them to figure out, What's in your hand? What do you actually already possess that can be flipped over? Yeah. And when we talk about Polk County as it pertains to what does Polk County look like, like um, uh, crazy enough, we work here in Polk County. We live in Polk County. We've been in Polk County. He was born in Polk County. Eddie was born here, right? Lakeland. Right here in Lakeland. Lakeland. <clears throat> right here in Lakeland. Yeah, I'm one of the home team. <laughs> and so for me, I'm looking like 
when we get into, I do a lot of retreats. And mm-hmm. so we're, we're starting to do what we call VIP retreats, which is vision, identity, and purpose retreats. And so families and, and small businesses are hiring us to come in and do retreats with their corporation to to express vision, identity, and purpose. Yeah. So um, because a lot of times that's what needs to be shaped, more so even than a lot of the business strategies and tactics that we teach. It's the mindset, right? Yeah. And so now I look around and I'm doing retreats. I will look around and nobody's in the room from Polk County. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm from Polk County. But when I look around the room, it ends up being people from, they're from St. Pete. They're from Orlando. Pittsburgh. People coming from Pittsburgh, Detroit, Texas, California. Right. And I'm like, but I'm from Polk County and the retreat is in Polk County. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm some, even when I'm, and, and, and so I look around and I say, you know, Polk County, lean in. Yeah. Lean in to the resources that are here because other people are looking at these. Polk County is so cool and it's quirky, yes, you know. It's, very it's, yes. it's full yeah. of business, but it's so full of art and it's just rich. Yeah. Yep. And and so now lean into that because everybody else is kind of catching the wave. Mm-hmm. And when you go even to the biggest of cities now, you will find them trying to turn transform their downtown into what ours look like. Right. right. And all kind of stuff is happening, right. yep. and you're gonna miss the wave. Yeah. It's an inside job, and I, I mean that from a personal development, yes. but a community development yes. side of things, yes. too. If, if we focus on how we become better people by doing the inside work, the internal stuff we have to do, it's the same principle with the community. We have to focus inside of our community to help it grow, you know, exponentially. Correct. But what we're doing, and what to what to your point, is we're seeking outside experts— we're going outside. Oh, Orlando has a smarter person than Polk <laughs> County. We're not even looking here yeah. to, to bring the people here. And so you then, therefore, are getting your business to grow because people will listen to you. You're in your own backyard, but nobody's paying any attention. Yep. And then, you know, I would say to uh, a challenge or something that we're overcoming is the fact that for us uh, business owners here in Polk County, it's like, are we really doing the best job at making sure that we're telling people that we're here. Some mm. people will argue, obviously not, because nobody knows. Or it's like, you know, what can we do to make adjustments to our efforts to make sure that people know that we're there, yeah. we're right here. So, but I, <laughs> I totally get it. Like it's the whole. That's a, that's a thing. We, need a to, we probably need to have a little consortium yeah. or a group of people coming together Correct. and figuring that's out it. how we raise like, the bar for, yes. the, for the coaches okay. and the and the, and the, 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 the subject matter experts uh, yeah. that are right here in yep. our city. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so I mean, there's a lot of stuff floating around, and I'm excited to see it. But you know, a lot of times it's just like it's that, that concentrated, laser focused effort behind a united goal for yeah. us to all go in the same direction. That's something that I've longed for since I got into business in 07. It's like, uh, we want to see, we want to see everybody win. Like, yeah. we got to see everybody Visibility win. Visibility trumps ability. Correct. Mm. Tia says it all the time <laughs> because a lot of times the person who's loudest gets the most attention and reverence and they can be wrong. Mm. They can be stupid. Most of the time but they are loud and wrong. <laughs> most yeah. times they are. The but squeaky wheel gets the grease. Exactly. Yeah. And and we 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 are sitting here being quiet. Yeah. Well, and, and I will also say, so what you're saying to me, that, that united front, I see a lot of, I'm going to just say nodes. Mm. I was drawing this on the back of a piece of paper yesterday. Nodes, like little dots over here, little dot here, little dot here, little dot here, little dot here. And there's nothing connecting yes. those nodes yep. to create some concentration mm-hmm. on what we're trying to do together, right? And so to me, it's like, all right, well, can we just all agree on what that's going to look like because then once we do it doesn't matter which node you go to mm-hmm. or talk to you're going to hear the same thing correct and we all have to kind of figure out what that same message looks like or feels like so that we can 
promote each other, mm-hmm. yeah. but by promoting each other, that unified voice gets louder than the squeaky wheel. Correct. Agreed. So, That's a good point. Man, I feel this like this is yeah, it's good. fire. It's good. <laughs> yeah. I, I did want to, you know, kind of kind of speak towards this guy because I think you 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 were you were leaning towards this earlier when we were talking about um, the the mindset shift. But then I'm, I started thinking about ownership and shifting towards how to get it and specifically towards the black community. Yes, sir. How to get them to understand and have that paradigm shift of of ownership and access and opportunities because now that in in height of and I'm, we're, we're all very very self-aware of it what happened with COVID, what happened with george floyd yep now businesses maybe they're doing it to pander maybe they're doing it because they're serious they're saying oh there there is a lack of opportunities for black entrepreneurs target said that they were going to do a certain amount of things yep. for entrepreneurs walmart said that they were going to create opportunities mm-hmm. how do you in in this environment open up the eyes of the individuals in the community and say there is opportunity out there and you can access it and you have opportunity to shift from just renting things mm-hmm. to actually building and owning yeah. things. It's a it's a loaded question. And I think a lot of times it starts with and the way where we start usually is the mindset. And and the the when we talk about mindset is first of all creating a picture. Cause you can't go until you've seen or caught a caught a vision in some way of what can be, you usually will settle for what you've seen. And so we start with the awareness and then we go into the mindset conversation. But as far as the shift, it's a lot of times it's, it's the it's the walking people through that process mm. because they've, they've never done that yeah. before until you've shown some until you've made six figures. Like you don't know how to do it mm. until you've made seven figures. You don't know how to do it. Right. So that whole coaching piece is something that we've leaned on to help show people how how to get there so i mean yeah well a, it's like a challenge you got to throw it down yeah. right like to, to answer your question nate it's like how do we get them to say hey i'm gonna sign up and yeah. i have no idea how to start but i'm going to because <laughs> yeah. this is my time yeah right yeah. this is the time yeah. to do it and, 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 yeah. to, and to feel like they have the ability to because a lot of times it's like no i'm gonna be, be a football player a basketball player yeah. a rapper or whatever yeah but it's like shifting the mindset and saying, no, I can be a business owner. Exactly. And that's yeah. the thing when and I was saying about okay. more examples yeah. of other things to see, like another picture. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, man, I just, that's an onion. For me, it's about being disruptive. You know, how yeah. do we get, yeah. how do we get. Because that's what in, she enjoy, <laughs> messing up stuff. I enjoy a little bit of disruption, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, I think it's Lord, when, Jesus, when you go in and. First of all, I feel like as the thought leaders, as the people who have the strategies of the coaches, we have to be okay with um, being deemed disruptive. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes um, there's good trouble that yeah. has to be had, right? She says that with this little <laughs> smile on her face. Good trouble. Yeah, good exactly. trouble has to be had. Oh, Y'all pray and, for me. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 I feel like because when you go in, I. There's this sense of false humility as well that comes Ooh, along with so true. Um, country living, Polk County, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's this false humility. But if people don't get exposed to a better opportunity, then they don't even know what they could be experiencing. Yeah. Correct. And so, like, when we talk about um, the things, the good stuff that we're experiencing, um, uh, you know, the table I set it with you all, that was like energy for me. That mm-hmm. was like, oh, I love this. This is good. Yeah. I like this. Mm-hmm. Um, people don't even know that that exists. Mm. Right. They don't be- like 
um, first of all, poverty, right, and being impoverished, mm -hmm. it comes with its side effects. I mm -hmm. talked about PTSD, but it comes with its side effects. And so now what comes with poverty is a closed fist. Mm -hmm. a clo you hold on tightly to anything you think that you have. So those kind of conversations that happen at that table, we were dealing with people who have had a legacy of family business or mm -hmm. yeah. have had the training yeah. of family business. We are literally talking about talking to people who have not ever experienced that. Yeah. Mm. And so their fist is closed. It's mm. whited knuckles holding yeah. on to whatever. And so to talk to them, they're not going to sit at the table so easily and, um, and just open up. open up and tell their Correct. business and their strategy because they don't really realize that it's mm -hmm. more than enough they haven't mm -hmm. come to what my husband says making peace with abundance mm -hmm. they haven't made peace with abundance mm -hmm. they don't know that there is abundance out there and mm -hmm. so what we love doing is creating these atmospheres that are conducive for openness and vulnerability and so when we do these retreats or even we do something called a, a expo because you ask how do we get this out there how do mm -hmm. we Correct. so we have this thing that we do called the goal getters expo we, we were doing it annually but then you know here comes COVID, mm -hmm. and we will have it like at um, um florida southern uh the building fits about two two hundred people 250 or something like that in there and we would set it up where we had vendors all around the room um and we would stress local vendors so people can see who's here right a yeah. lot of the vendors had come through my coaching program yep. so like they had come through the coaching program and so i think the last time we did it we had like maybe 40 vendors going around the room mm, something like that and filled the middle of the room with people filled the stage with speakers who had the content and they came under the guise of um, fun and action and shopping, but mm -hmm. the but the information was there, mm -hmm. and so you have to put things out there that is palatable for people, yeah. for them to be able to. It's like a, a bait, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah. You have to put things out there that that they want to do. Put them in that atmosphere, like sitting yeah. in the office, yep. so that you can absorb it, yeah. but you're not necessarily there for that reason. Right, exactly. right, Just right. Getting it, and yep. so you gotta you have to do that. You, you know, put it out there in a way that is palatable, like mm -hmm. that they can that they something that they want to do, right? And yep. we know that the black community is like one of the largest consumers mm. you know mm. one of the we will stand in line for some jordans honey <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we ain't running nowhere but we gonna put on them jordans mm -hmm. oh and so God. if they like to shop then i'm gonna create a shopping opportunity wow. but when they come here they're going to be professionals on the stage you know lawyers and doctors and entrepreneurs and all of the things yeah. right and so that is a lot of time how you get um, the information in front of people. It's like marketing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you have to market it in a way that is packaged for the people Correct. you're trying to reach. Right, yep. right, so then right. when you uh, look at answering it on a on a, another layer, the relationship piece of the people diving in and creating that opportunity to let them drop the guard to say, look, I, I identify with the struggle. I identify with whatever. So here, now that you see somebody you can trust, mm -hmm. right? Because that's people do business with who they like, know, and trust. Mm -hmm. So it's like now it's like the wall's down. Yeah. Let's talk about moving forward. Yeah. Right? It, it almost feels like there needs to be a simulation created so mm -hmm. that you can not be talking about you. Yeah. You can ease into the role of a person that you're in a simulation exactly. about. Like, I know a guy. and I'm, I'm the guy, but right. I don't say I'm, I'm the guy. I'm asking for a friend. Yeah, exactly, right? that thing. And yeah. let that be how you would learn what you know what decisions you would make. And I know Kel Kelvin McCree has a game that he plays. Um, it's a it's actually like a retreat type of game. So it's almost like, all right, let's, let's set up a game night or a game day mm -hmm. or something. Yep. Put that game in there with a couple of the others, you know, the ones that are like, oh, I know how to play this game. But getting some of that activity going around yeah, because 
when we have enough of that, it's like, all right, let's set up game day in downtown on Munn Park, right? Set up tables, have this game being played, and people mm. walking by and going, I'm curious, I want to see what's going on, and then sitting them down and having this. It's, it's similar to a simulation, but maybe there needs to be something else. I mean, that, that, yeah. just that box. I know that that game, because I played it as mm-hmm. a, like a, a, a beta. I was a beta tester for the yeah. game. Mm. So just taking some of your stuff, connecting it so we can be intentional, like you said, intentionally yep. focused on a unified goal, because we're all here to try and do that, but we're all sw- swinging in our own, like, over here, right? <laughs> right. We're sprinkling our own lawn, and yeah. we're, you know, there's not enough water for us to sprinkle your lawn, but we have enough water collectively to sprinkle everybody's, everybody's lawns, yeah. right? Yeah. So, man, this is good. We've yeah. got to start wrapping up, though, because, like, <laughs> I know people are probably like, okay, guys, wrap it up. Okay. I got to get to work. Got to get to work. <laughs> so, I want to, um, Tia, talk about the thing you've got com- coming up. Is, is you want to talk about reboot, reload, and relaunch? Sure, sure. Okay. Oh, and anything else that you've got on the books that you kind of want to promote or, or share okay. what's coming up? Um, so, um, I wrote a book. And that book is um, focused on vision, reboot, reload, relaunch. And I've been um, having these opportunities to pop up um, actually on schedule for a couple podcasts and different things. And there's an event that's coming up, a virtual event. I I don't even know the date. Do you have the picture in front of you? Uh, It is the 12th. The 12th. Okay. So the 12th of this month, there is a is a virtual event is being put on by her um Ramika is is the, the the leader of that group um her and we're just going to get on and talk about the book the book is all about um bouncing back yeah. bouncing back into your business back bouncing back into your purpose kind of wrote that out because um I was working on the book and then COVID hit and I was teaching second grade and sixth grade at my house. I'm Real not going to get bitter and all out of control. Get out like, of there, I was, get out of It was bad, y'all. One day, me and the kids was crying at the house one day. I'm just going to put that out Listen, there. Listen, I walked in. I'm like, what in the emotional is going on in this house? It was right a lot. Now. It was a lot. And so, and then my sister right. ended up, My I had a sister. She ended up passing oh away during this pandemic. Wow. And so that was just like, okay, I don't want to do nothing. I don't feel like moving forward, but I couldn't because of the call that's on my life pulls me. It mm. calls me. It beckons me, right? And so that book kind of got even better during that season. So I kind of pushed it out to say, you know, what did you put on the back burner? What have you not been doing? What do you know you should be doing, but you need the strategy to get out of the rut? That's what that's all about. Okay. So that's what that event is going to be kind of speaking to. It's free. Um, I will post it on my Facebook page, Tia Crockett. I'll fo- post it on my Facebook page. You can click the link and just register. It's a free event. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I um, we will also put it in the podcast notes. And oh, any nice. any links cool. or any other things that you have, we can put that in the podcast yes, notes as well. Yes, because I was going to say we do are doing uh, free financial coaching. Uh, uh, we're offering complimentary initial dream sessions for anybody who wants to sit down with a licensed uh, financial professional to have a conversation about their finances along with that conversation, the opportunity to go to or enroll in our how money works courses. It's a five week course where we go over the basics and the, uh, the strategies for money. And we talk about foundations, elements of money. We get into long-term ideas, protection, that's the insurance conversation. And then of course, short-term goals, like your day-to-day, how to function that gets into budgeting, credit, mortgages, like all that kind of okay. stuff. Wow. And so uh, we'll provide the link, for you to be able to do that as well. And we are rolling out a fresh course that will be ongoing, probably starting in the middle of July. So after okay. we finalize that schedule, because we just want to get into a situation where it can be permanent. And um, we were actually talking about uh, rolling out live events again. And so just just be on the lookout on the Authentic You Empowerment Facebook page, Authentic You Empowerment 
um, Instagram page and, you know, whatever as Tia rolls out in her awesomeness. Yeah. As well. You know what's funny? <laughs> as you're talking and you're talking about something rolling out in July and we've got this thing going in June and I've got um, a, a Zoom meeting with Donald Miller in June. And, nice. you know, here's here's the thing that I think is kind of worth pointing out for this conversation. Entrepreneurship doesn't get a summer vacation. Nah, bro. Right. <laughs> oh, no. Nah, bro. We working. No. Working. I mean, I know that like a lot of the corporate kind of stuff is like, okay, well, we'll re- we'll reconvene. We'll have our next meeting in you know the fall. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Kids yeah. are out yeah. of school, exactly. but we're still we're still. That's doing when it. we get to talk to everybody that's on vacation. Correct. Right. Right. And so and that's <laughs> cool because you know we find new business partners during the summer. Teachers who are like, I didn't make enough money. Well, come on over here. Let's, let's talk some, about that. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for so sure. Well, I I hope that we can do this. Again. Again. I also I mentioned it before, but I always na- lately I've just been saying it just because I want to poke the bear. Um, <laughs> y'all need to do a podcast, and this studio would be perfect. <laughs> we love it. So come on back. Nice. Um, but yeah, let's let's definitely stay connected because yeah, this has been a wonderful yeah, yeah, conversation. I told you they were fire. Oh, yeah, You're they like, were. no, no, I don't know them. I'm like, oh, but you need to. <laughs> so all right, well, thanks everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to this week's show. If you'd like to help us get the word out about this podcast, check out the post on our Facebook page. Share it, or better yet, comment with your favorite part of this episode. We're looking forward to learning what you loved about this conversation. And if you have any ideas for upcoming episodes and guests, we'd love to hear from you. We'll see you next week, Polk County.